Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And not a whole lot has changed outdoors since a week ago when you when you heard me last. Uh, we still haven't had uh, adequate rainfall. A few places have gotten some, but it's been very scattered. Uh, and as a result of this elongated dry period we've had, there's an awful lot of uh, vegetable gardens and herbaceous bed, flower beds that have, uh, I'll say, declined enough that uh, folks are out uh, cleaning up those beds. Uh, we're seeing some strong cracking in the soil still. Uh, so uh, clearly plants are shutting down and getting ready for next year already, so to speak. Uh, so cleanup has, has begun. Um, what are we going to do with all that material? Uh, a lot of it should go into the compost bin or the compost pile, if at all possible. Uh, you don't want to discard weeds with flower heads on them usually, or, flowers, uh, or weed seed uh, production on them. Um, you... Uh, don't really want to try to compost, uh, say, tomato foliage if you've had issues this summer with early blight, late blight, septoria leaf spot. Um, clearly, uh, something that adds moisture to the pile, however, would be uh, fruits and, and veggies that are over the hill that didn't get, did not get picked or are damaged in some other way. Maybe uh, we've had a little bit of uh, insect feeding or uh, small mammal feeding via chipmunks or ground squirrels or voles or moles here. Not moles, voles. Um, so that to be something that you might uh, uh, add to the compost pile to provide some of that moisture that the uh, degradation organisms are going to really need. You also have um, the opportunity. Leaves are already coming down. Uh, any good compost pile is a combination of browns and greens. The greens contain uh, moisture. Uh, they contain the uh, chlorophyll, the nitrogen that uh, the uh, degradation organisms need so desperately to build their numbers up. And the, the more numbers they can have, the quicker the compost pile um, uh, decays and breaks down. So that's something to think about. Um, the other part about uh, adding all these kinds of plant parts right now to the compost pile is be sure that you incorporate some soil. A lot of the books talk about layering, which is a layer of green and a layer of brown and then uh, maybe a layer of dirt or, or, or uh, the remnants of the last compost bin as you emptied it. Uh, the important part to remember is that until you mix that dirt in with the greens and the browns and get those organisms that uh, do their work uh, throughout the compost bin as you have it, um, things won't happen until that, that occurs. If you wait for that to happen naturally, which it will eventually, um, uh, you're extending the time it takes to get that compost bin or that compost pile broken down. Um, and that could that could mean mean many weeks. That could be uh, months. So it really depends upon where you're headed with uh, the compost bin and how actively you're going to compost. So remember to mix that dirt in as you go with the with the uh, greens and the browns. So maybe the better choice would be to put a layer of browns in lightly cover it with soil, put a layer of greens in, lightly cover that, so you've got more more soil more uniformly throughout the bin or in, in the compost pile itself, and that may be a, a better way to do it if you're not going to go ahead and truly mix the materials together. 
um, that's what you're after. And then the final part uh, relates right back really to the kind of weather we're having in order for these degradation organisms to work, in order for the decay process to, to begin and have the follow through. Uh, that compost bin needs to be kept moist or the compost pile needs to be kept moist. So um, it really requires this time of year with the weather we've had, it takes the garden hose to make that happen uh, and make sure the pile stays moist. Um, folks will from time to time on an actively composting bin uh, where the degradation is taking place uh, very nicely. Um, we'll be adding a, a bit of calcium or limestone to that because as the organic matter breaks down, there's an acidic level that increases because it's being broken down, because it's organic matter, and you want to keep that pH between 6 and 7, too acidic, and again, the degradation organisms can't function, and they kind of go to sleep for a while till uh, that pH is corrected, so that might be something else you uh, would want to do, um, and, and I got sidetracked in as much as you've ha we also have all the leaves coming down and that's the that's the brown part I was trying to get to besides what comes out of the vegetable garden uh, or or your flower beds there's a lot of that coming down right now uh, there's also been a large amount of activity uh, from squirrels in a lot of our trees going up snipping off branches trying to get acorns trying to get uh, maple tree seeds at this point in the in the year so uh, all that's coming down on the lawn, and um, it, it'll need to be dealt with. Mulch it up, mow it up as best you can, but at some point it's very likely that you'll have to bag it. And after you've bagged it, it's already chewed up quite a bit from the lawnmower, for example. Uh, it makes excellent uh, material for the compost pile. The tinier your bits are that go in the compost pile, the more surface area there is for the degradation organisms to uh, chew on it, break it down, and, uh, and and make it go away. So as you clean up uh, the vegetable garden, as you clean up your uh, flower beds uh, and, and gather extra landscape waste, say from those fallen leaves or other kind of pruning that you would do, uh, the smaller you can make it. As it goes into the bin, uh, the better off you are for a more complete composting process. Plus, it's just a whole lot easier to get a whole lot more in the compost bin or piled on the compost pile as you have it, uh, if indeed you can uh, chop it up as you go. Uh, if you're lucky enough to have uh, one of the home-grade chipper shredders, it's an excellent tool to use. Uh, you're not trying to chop it up into fine little bits as it would as it would come out of, say, the bag on your lawnmower catch bag. On the other hand, as it runs through the machine, the the um, the blades will damage, bruise, crush, crack stems, uh, and that again is just like as if you had had little tiny pieces. You have that many more openings for the uh, decay organisms to get in and get started. So that's uh, again an important feature of using a, uh, a using a chipper shredder uh, as you as you build the compost pile. If you have the opportunity. Uh, and have done any overseeding in the yard or putting down sod, you know that we absolutely have to keep that moist right now to get that up. Hopefully you've already reseeded and you've got some good green out there and you'll be mowing it soon. Um, that would be the, the best thing you can do for it. Keep it watered and, and mow it as soon as it needs to. So these are just some of the things that are happening right now out in the yard. I said not a lot different than last week in terms of the rainfall, unfortunately. Uh, we can hope that we get some real soon. So this has been uh, Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Office with this week's Green Side Up. I'll be back again next week.